God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad. For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12. <clears throat> and all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 3. Tab, a Pakistani rickshaw driver, chatted cheerfully with Walid as they drove and wove through traffic. Walid gave him a memory card of video Bible stories. It was risky. Even the smallest perceived offenses against Islam have resulted in riots, with Christians imprisoned or martyred. Later, Walid spotted Tab and asked if he'd been offended. Tab smiled. How could you get upset by hearing such good news? Lord, thank you for being with my brother Walid and countless others like him. Thank you for their courage as they risk all to share you. Inspire me today to tell someone about the good news. Amen. You are listening to the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a virtual outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach-driven. Blessed greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Vince, and welcome to another presentation of Prisoners of War. Every Monday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we come together to lift up our persecuted Christian brothers and sisters around the world. These are brothers and sisters who live in territories where they cannot openly share their faith, worship openly, and declare their love for Jesus Christ openly for fear of persecution, imprisonment, even death. They do not enjoy the same freedoms that we enjoy, currently enjoy, I should say, here in the United States of America. 
for the month of June, we have another theme. Our theme for the month of June is Day of the Christian Martyr. And this month of June, as we do every year, we celebrate the Day of the Christian Martyr. So mark your calendars for June 29th, which is Day of the Christian Martyr. So as I just said, our theme for the entire month of June is Day of the Christian Martyr. And the actual Day of the Christian Martyr is June 29th. If you go to the VOM, V is in Victor, O, M is in Mary, Voice of the Martyrs website. If, as a matter of fact, if you go to vom.org forward slash martyr, M-A-R-T-Y-R, you can read the story of Abdulwali. And Abdulwali left Islam to follow Christ. It is reported in February of 2013, he was shot to death on a street in northern Kenya for witnessing to Somali Muslims. Friends, this is what's happening right now in our present day in other parts of the world. Many Christians are losing their lives for Christ. And this is not something new where Christians are losing their lives for Christ, for the cause of Christ. If we go back into our Bibles, into the book of Acts, we read of the first Christian martyr as recorded in the Bible. And who was that? I think you know the answer. Stephen. Yes, Stephen is recorded as the first martyr in the Bible. So since Stephen there have been many other Christians martyred for Christ. And as I, say, as I said just a few moments ago, we do not hear of such things happening here in our country. But friends, there will come a time where it will not be safe in this country to be a Bible-believing Christian. Now, there may be Christians who may not suffer persecution, but I'll just say this much, and you can research more on your own, but based on what the Bible says and based on what current events are telling me from my studies, those who have chosen to be true Bible-believing Christians will someday face persecution, imprisonment, uh, prosecution, or even death. I'll leave it at that. And as I said, you can do your own further research and study on that. But in the meantime, we here in the United States do not hear, or at least I have not been hearing, of such treatment of Christians in this country as I continue to learn about, hear about, read about in other parts of the world. And that is the focus of our program, Prisoners of War. 
to lift up these Christian brothers and sisters in other parts of the world who are facing such treatment. We uh, profile a particular country in the world where Christianity is restricted, um, where, as I said, the Christians cannot openly share their faith as they can here in the United States, as we can here in the United States. And I want to share this with you before I get into our country profile for this week. Um, I was blessed to meet a brother who lives, who, uh, who currently lives in Nigeria. I met an African brother who, who currently lives in Nigeria and uh, we've been corresponding lately. And he tells me of a group called Boko Haram. You may have heard of Boko Haram. I heard of Boko Haram some time ago because there's another African brother that I'm good friends with. He is from Kenya or from that area. And he told me about them. So I knew of them. But now here's another brother who lives in Nigeria, who he was sharing with me recently that his family, his community, are facing um, attentions by Boko Haram. They cannot go to work. They cannot, you know, just live freely. They cannot worship freely without the terrorism and the pressures from the Boko Haram. So this is eyewitness, an eyewitness account by this particular brother, and he shared this story with me. And by God's grace, maybe he'll be able to share his testimony or share his story here on our program. I haven't uh, asked him yet, but it's something that the Lord just laid on my heart as I'm speaking to you. Maybe at some point I will ask this brother to share his story here on our program, uh, Prisons of War. But I just wanted to bring that up to you as well, that this Boko Haram, which is essentially a terrorist group um, located in numerous parts of Africa, to my knowledge, I'm still learning more about them. But I did share some information about them on a previous episode. So um, I know we've discussed Boko Haram on this program at some point, but... We'll see what the Lord does, and maybe, again, I can maybe get this brother to share his story and his experiences on this program. Our country for this week is China. Many of us, if not all of us, have heard of China. We know about China. We've heard of China. We know what China is about. I mean, we know it is an Asian country. But how many of us know how Christians are living in China? How Christians are unable to share their faith openly in China? So let's take a look at China. Let's take a closer look at China and see what the details are. And as I always share with you, um, this information that I am about to provide to you comes from an organization called Voice of the Martyrs. You can learn more about them by going to V as in Victor, O 
org, Voice of the Martyrs, or the, or the Voice of the Martyrs. So China is listed as a restricted country and restricted from a Christianity or restricted to Christianity. Christianity is restricted in China is what I'm trying to say. And here's an overview of China. Revival and rapid church growth have characterized China's churches since the 1990s. About 130 million Chinese are Christians, most of whom worship within the house church movement. So if you know anything about the house church movement, the house church movement is very uh, popular in China, has been for a long time. Millions of other wor- of others worship with the what's called the three self patriotic movement TSPM, which, as the only legal church, is controlled by the communist government. Despite continuous pressure and oppression from the communist government, house church leaders refuse to compromise the gospel by joining government-controlled churches. Because of decades of government oppression, many Chinese Christians do not have their own Bible or access to discipleship literature. What are the major religions in China? It says, influenced by their atheist, by their atheistic government, many Chinese are non-religious. About 20% are Buddhists and another 20% practice Chinese folk religion. 9% are Christians. The main persecutor is the government. What does it mean to follow Christ in China? In the early 2000s, many unregistered, unregistered churches enjoyed some freedom from government intrusion and harassment despite their illegal status. However, in recent years, restrictive religious regulations and persecution have increased significantly. Hundreds of churches have been forced to close. Pastors and church members have been arrested or detained, and the online sale of Bibles, online sale of Bibles has been prohibited. A campaign to remove crosses from churches continues in one province. The government has installed more than 170 million facial recognition cameras many in or near churches to identify those who attend worship services. Church leaders are under intense pressure to join the government-controlled TSPM. And I mentioned TSPM stands for Three Self uh, Patriotic Movement. In general, the farther Christians are from Beijing, the more freedom they have. It is illegal to, dis, uh, to disciple anyone younger than 18. Christians are often charged with participating in cults or with other spurious accusations, such as, quote, bad business practices, end quote, or, quote, intent to undermine the state, end quote. And that is some information for you on the country of China. And let me also add that 
uh, based on what I've studied, what I've read, what I've heard, you know, just based on my studies, the United States of America is heading in this direction. What do I mean? I'll just say this. Many of the practices that China has in place will eventually come to the United States of America based on what I've studied and read through other sources. I'll just leave it there. Friends, let us not take our freedoms for granted. Yes, we may have it better than most other countries when it comes to sharing our faith, witnessing, worshiping, things of that nature. But friends, let us understand that we will not always have these freedoms. And as I said earlier, there may be many Christians in this country who may not face uh, persecution, prosecution, or even death for their faith. But I will emphasize once more that those who are true Bible-believing Christians will one day, according to what God's Word says and according to current events as they unfold each and every day, true Bible-believing Christians will uh, will face persecution as well. Let us pray. Loving Father, we thank you so much once again that we could come together for another Prisoners of War program. Father, help us to remember that the freedoms that we have in this country we will not always have. Help us to remember that the freedoms that we have right now will not always be. Help us to remember our Christian brothers and sisters in other parts of the world, in China, in Pakistan, and other uh, communist countries, uh, countries where Christianity is not welcome. Let us lift these brothers and sisters up in prayer We pray that you will strengthen them, continue to strengthen them, encourage them, and to remind them that you are with them through this fight. They are fighting for a worthy cause. Help them to stay encouraged. Encourage them to keep fighting the good fight. Remind them that you are on their side, no matter what they may face. Lord, we thank you for what you continue to do in their lives. Help them to continue to be bold witnesses for you, even if it means losing their lives. Father, thank you for what you're doing in their lives, for what you've already done, and for what you're going to do. Help us here in this country to not take these freedoms for granted. Help us to be bold witnesses uh, to be bold witnesses for you as well. Is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, I thank you for joining me once again for another presentation of Prisoners of War. It's been about two weeks, I think two weeks since we were last together.
Last week we were on our ministry wellness week, so we didn't meet last Monday. So it's been two weeks since we were last together. I thank you for joining me again for another episode and continue to lift our brethren in prayer who are facing persecution, uh, prosecution, and even death in other parts of the world. Let us all band together to keep our brethren lifted in prayer and encouraged. Thank you once again for joining me. I I pray that you have a blessed rest of your week. And please tell others about this program that we come together every Monday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. right here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. Where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a virtual outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach driven. I am your host, Pastor Vince. Be blessed, take care, and may the Lord be with you. And by God's grace, we'll come together once again next Monday for another edition of Prisoners of War. Be blessed.